You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Breathe, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. Today's topic is blockchain. And I love talking about this. And for the remainder of this month, I'm going to be speaking about blockchain because it's that important. And there was a time where people didn't really understand what blockchain technology was or how it worked more importantly that blockchain wasn't bitcoin or another crypto they began to you know they they thought everything was clumped together there was a time where that was the case that if you told someone blockchain technology they would look at you like you had 12 heads now it's different that time was only a few years ago i remember speaking to people you know, many years ago and going through, you know, cryptocurrency and going through blockchain. And honestly, I had to sit there for a half hour explaining what it was. And I said, you know, I'm not your teacher, you know, but I like to educate people so they understand better so they can embrace what's going to happen. Now you have people that are that are doing this. They're learning about this. And they're involved in it and they're understanding what blockchain is. But now all of a sudden they didn't know about cryptocurrency till you know, uh, not too long ago. Now all of a sudden they're experts and all of a sudden they're giving advice and they're, 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 they're guiding people with their crypto knowledge. And it makes me laugh uh, that that happens. But at the same time, it's probably a good thing because now people, you have more people that are involved that are understanding it. You know, uh, but if you're going to if you're going to say that you're an expert with something, just make sure you are an expert, uh, that you understand everything inside out of you're you're a trader and you're 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 just jumping in and, and grabbing the trend and you're making a couple of bucks. You're not an expert. You're just lucky. And that's what it comes down to. You're lucky you got in. You're lucky you got out. You're lucky you didn't get burnt. You have a lot of cryptos that are out there, my friends, that have no intrinsic value. There's no utility. They, you know, they're being shoved out as, you know, just like that, that uh, Dogecoin was a joke. It was meant to be a joke. And all of a sudden it became reality when someone decided to make it so. But it's still a joke because there's no utility other than the usage. Bitcoin, uh, on the other hand, Bitcoin, people look at it as, you know, I mean, it is the grandfather of crypto. It wasn't the first. This wasn't the first iteration of cryptocurrency, but it was the one that stuck. It's the one that people used, you know, or they use more often, you know, uh, way back when it was developed. It was meant to be a form of currency. And when Bitcoin began to really erupt and grow and build in popularity had to do with the fact when people began to realize that Bitcoin is more of a store of value than a currency where you're not going to go use Bitcoin to buy milk and bread and buy tickets to to a flight to Vegas 
or you're not going to go and and do all these things. But if you look at it as a store of value, it's like digital gold. It's it's there that is something that can accrue in value just the same way if you have a stock or a bond or something of that nature, the upside potential is there. But because of the volatility, the downside potential is there. So it's 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 a risky type of investment. But I, I think that the prospects are going to be great once they figure it out uh, further and they're figuring it out now. You know, you have you have you have uh, futures that are traded on. You have other things that are that are happening. You have um, you, you have uh, ETFs that are the exchange rated funds that are based on Bitcoin. So you have a lot of this stuff going on. And these are things they didn't want. These are the things that they fought for so long. But now all of a sudden, everyone's embracing it. You know, you see Tim Draper, he's he's embracing it big time. And I, and I loved what he had to say about it. That, you know, as far as the future and, and where things are going. And this is the future. You, you had Charlie Munger of Berkshire. Uh, he, he's iconic in his way, but he made a comment uh, that he wished that cryptocurrency never existed. Now, the reality is when you are, when you do something like that and, you, and, and there's real technology that can change a lot of things, it's not so much about, Bitcoin or, or other cryptos or, you know, it's about the technology that of what could be, of how it can be integrated and what can be. And I'm going to go into that in a second. Um, but with what he said, he said he wished it never existed, that it's the worst thing ever. I, I don't agree with that. Uh, cryptocurrency, granted, you have 99% of these cryptos that are out there have no utility at all whatsoever. They're there trading and people are you know, look, they're running around blind, they're trading things, and they're they're lucky to to line up with their uh with with, with whatever they, they benefit from it. They're lucky to do that. Uh, but you know, it's just like the penny stock craze. People jumping in, jumping out, then when they got slammed and or they got scammed or something transpired, then they were crying to the SEC. You know, in, in this case, you know, you're if you're going in, going with your eyes wide open, knowing that you can take a hit knowing that you're taking a risk, but understand what you're getting involved with. See what's happening. If you're going in as, in, in as a trade, great, you do that. But if you're going in to be to look at the future of whatever, whatever uh, platform that is, just look at the utility and what they're doing, what they're looking to do and how it can come about. And maybe get involved and, 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 and do that as well. So, you know, there are a lot of benefits to crypto the ones that have utility. Uh, Ethereum is another one. You know, they, they have extreme utility because as opposed to them being, being a currency, they're, they're not, I, I wouldn't even say it's a store of value. I think it's, it's more of an investment vehicle because they have a utility where they allow other cryptos to be built on that backbone, NFTs to be built on that backbone. So they provide the platforms, the technology for this. Now, you have a lot of, you have a lot of uh, coins that are out there, a lot of cryptos that are out there that are based on Ethereum. Okay, so does that bring value to Ethereum? Sure it does. Now, is Ethereum the only show in town? No, it's not. You have other other projects that are coming up that will go and give competition to the space. And this is where it becomes interesting. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, when you have too many things going on in, in, in one environment, it 
gets scary because if one thing goes down, everything goes down. So having different platforms that, that are introducing this uh, is a good thing. Uh, there was a time, just, just jumping back into blockchain, uh, there was a time that we had IC company. There was an IC company in New York. They went and they changed their name to incorporate blockchain. They just did this to capitalize on the trend. They spoofed investors out of tens of millions of dollars. They got they got snagged. They got by the SEC. Today, today we have real companies laying the groundwork for tomorrow, and that is value. Those companies will be at the forefront of tomorrow's technology, and this is why you have Facebook. They changed their corporate name to Meta because Zuckerberg wanted to be at the forefront of the metaverse. Now, we're many years away from that, but I get what he's talking about. Now, did he change it to to dodge legal issues? A lot of people are saying this, you know, but I think it's more than that. I think that, you know, he really wants he really wants the company, the the, the, the corporate name to signify and with and, and basically paint the picture for the metaverse. So, and now you have Square, Dorsey. He changed the corporate name of Square to Block. He's a big advocate of Bitcoin. That is no secret. He's a big advocate of crypto. And I'm telling you that Square, which is now Block, will get further, further involved in this space. And they're embracing it. And I'm sure they're embracing blockchain technology some way in, within the system. You know, these companies, they're setting up the brand so that people will correlate their brands to the technology, and this technology is what is going to change our lives forever. You know, th there was a time, you know, I'm, a, I'm a history guy, so let's go back in history. There was a time where you had the horse and buggy, and when the first autos were made, people didn't know what they were. They said, oh, that's a fad. That's not going to take flight. That's not going to do anything. You know, we're going to stick to the horse and buggy. Look, you can't even, you know, uh, ride this. You know, you know the, everything's breaking apart or, or you know, um, because of the roads and everything else. But look at things today. With, without automobiles, oof, where would we be? See, automobiles, it wasn't so much just the technology. It was what it represented. Automobiles represented freedom. Blockchain could represent security. Blockchain can represent immutability. Blockchain can represent truth. How do you like that? Blockchain represents truth. And if people are looking for truth, then they have to embrace blockchain. And that is the future. You know, there, there, there was a time, and, and I'm just going back to Charlie Munger and how people um, kind of try to mute and, and block what is inevitable, and that's change. Without change, you're stuck. You know, at the age of, of 20, not the way you were at the age of 10 or the age of 30, not the way the way you were at 20 or 40, uh, what you were at 30. If you are, then you're stuck in a time warp, you know, and you, you I mean... You, you got to grow, you know, as people, as as a society. Innovation is a part of all this. Innovation is a part of all this. And all this stuff is going to change our lives forever. You know, just like television, they thought that was a fad. They really did, believe it or not. They thought it was a fad.
they they looked at Netflix, you know, Blockbuster, you know, shoved it away. They said, oh, this is nothing. This is not going to happen. You know, then what, what transpired? You know, do you know who what Netflix is? Have you ever heard of Blockbuster? Yeah, probably, you know, you're looking at nostalgia, you know, and that that's where you remember from. You know, it's it, when you block the future, you destroy your present. And I believe that. Blockchain, in my opinion, hasn't even begun to see its time in the sun as far as I am concerned. There are so many ways blockchain can be used in order to make technology more efficient. It can make smart technology more secure. You have a lot of companies out there that have smart technology that they're producing. You have people in their home, whether they have a ring, whether they have you know the, uh, the Philips light bulb, the Wi-Fi systems, they, they're, you know, voice control this and robotic that. The bottom line is even appliances that have, that have uh, the Wi-Fi capability and they're able to report things. If you go and you, you go to discover on your Wi-Fi thing, a lot of these devices will pop up if you're in close proximity to the house. And that's part of the issue. Where's the security? You know, just just the same way a hacker can go buy a smart vehicle if they're really good and they can hack it. They can open the windows. They can start the car. It's, it's scary. It's scary. So just imagine you're at home and somebody's you know messing around with everything. And what if, what about if your your information as your 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 refrigerator or your stove or something else or your Alexa or whatever it is that they're, they're transmitting stuff, and then all of a sudden, boom. It's intercepted. Okay, that's not so secure. You know, so there are so many ways that blockchain can be used in order to make smart technology safer. It can make it more secure while giving consumers and service companies the ability to not only monitor an appliance or device, but also to securely transmit the details and protect people's data, data protection. This is a key thing. This is a key thing. I've heard so many times over the past six months how certain schools and businesses and and credit card companies, financial institutions, they were hacked, hacked, hacked. They were hacked. All this data, all this information, tens of millions, hundreds, hundreds of millions of people's names and information, whether it's a Target, whether it's a credit card company, whatever it may be, whether it be a Netflix, the bottom line is this information was hacked and taken and what happens to it? It's taken and is sold on a dark web, and 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 people are doing this, and this is what transpires. Now, does that does that make you feel warm and 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 fuzzy? Well, you know, it it doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy, you know. So, but anyway, you know, universities. I'm going to stick to that for a second. Universities integration and you would think that they would want this you know they're educators they're, they're supposed to be innovators universities they should be integrating blockchain into their systems into their computer systems so they can not only have a true record of exams and attendance and things of that nature but also a true record of graduates that is immutable so that it's on there you know and eventually they can they can go and input you know graduates from the beginning of time you know, that take a lot of work and a lot of money, probably, but they can have an immutable record that'll be there forever. That'll be there in the next, you know, few hundred years. And that is a positive thing. Uh, there'll be more integration as time moves on, no question. 
but but definitely for universities, this could be a key component to preventing fraud in the school system, protecting student records, and giving teachers tools they need. You know, allowing students to communicate with their teachers virtually in a secure manner. You know, you have you know companies like Zoom. Yeah, they have this technology and everything, but, but you know, people can. You know, they, they can go and bust into a Zoom room if they're if they're if they have a code or something and easily just go in there. Where's the security? There is none. You know, they do provide some security, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, that company's transitioning to something greater, but people still, you know, adhere to it. They're still utilizing it, you know, but until they begin to realize that, hey, things aren't safe, you know, um, then at that point. You know, they, 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 you know, at some point in time, they're going to they'll realize it when somebody um, jumps in their room <laughs> and 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 disrupts things, you know. Uh, but, yeah, universities, you know, could benefit from in- integrating blockchain into what they're doing. Uh, blockchain technologies is integrated to every platform that Megahoot Technologies has developed. And all of that is for a reason. All of that is for reason. And that reason is, is that this integration of blockchain tightens up security, protects data, and keeps everything running smoothly with, with the platforms in a secure manner. And we've made that a priority, priority number one with Megahoot Technologies from day one, from the very beginning. Because without that, how is any platform looking at tomorrow and protecting their users? Uh, there was a time, and um, again, I like history. So there was a time that many people they were so afraid, so afraid of Big Brother always watching over their shoulder. Way back when, even you know, if you go back fifty years, whatever amount of years, you know, uh, they had secret underground meetings about this. Oh, we have to have smaller government, not bigger government. And smaller government works better than bigger government. You have government too involved in things. This is when you should be worried. Like now, when you have too much government intervention, this is where things get all screwed up. You know, and it's, and you watch a movie, get scared, be concerned, do something about it. You know, so, uh, but that that that's the reality. You know, today, these same people that were worried about Big Brother watching, you know, they were so concerned about it. They have zero issue giving their personal data, identification, sensitive information to a Facebook, Amazon, Google, or LinkedIn. They have no issue whatsoever. Now, because they figure they're safe. They figure that their information is being protected. Sure, they get into free services, so no one can ever take that away. These free services allow them to stay connected to the world. But at what cost? At what cost? There should have been a transition period where they, where these companies transitioned out of one thing to another, so they can protect people more. And and that's always a question, you know. At what cost? What do you give up to get something? Identity theft has grown tremendously with identities and credit card information being sold off on the dark web, as I mentioned earlier. Um, it's happening all the time. How how about tracking all your movements and what you do, what you've done, what you haven't done, your likes, dislikes, and who doesn't like you, you know, uh, all in the pursuit of giving a user the best experience. That's what they say. But in in reality, it's all about advertising to you. And most people don't have a problem with that. 
this is what you should have a problem with. Big data. That is the key word that social media companies live and grow by. However, you'll begin to see a pivot, and I'm telling you that companies are going to start smartening up. Okay, Twitter is already starting this. They're going to start pivoting into paid products. Now, they may lose a lot of people, but the people that are paying for the products will will, will help to continue to build the companies. So as, as people begin to learn that there are alternatives to your big social media companies where not only they can utilize it, but they can also monetize it. They can, they can go and uh, build the business on it and, and that type of thing. But in, in the most secure way, when they begin to realize this, they're going to embrace it in a big, big way, in a big, big way. You know, and I, and I do implore uh, people to go and just look at Megahoo Technologies and what we're doing with the company. And we've taken all these things into consideration. And this is why was what what has what's there and what is being built and what's what's being worked on in, 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 in the in the back room is going to bring platforms and products that are going to benefit people. And that is a given. Now, as governments are pushed to change, they, they push to change things now, uh, even to the point of trying to break these companies up. You know, are they going to go break up a Facebook or a Google? I don't know. You know, they may they they may do something, but I, I look that that's a that's a far away. That's above my pay grade to even talk about that, um, because I really don't know. I'm not a government official, so I don't know what they're going to do. But things are changing for sure. And I think that certain companies are going to pivot because it's the right thing to do. <clears throat> Even though big big data is like the next iteration, you know, beyond blockchain of the internet, because the information is, is the big data, it's the information of everything. Um, but again, you know, it, it, it should people should really think um, about it because you know, like I drift into big data because you know these these breaches, these breaches. Um, that we've seen over the past few years, they've occurred not on a um, not not on a user level, but on a company level, and that's scary. That is scary. You know, when when you have companies that are going and being hacked, and your information, and you have no control over your information stolen, what do you do? What do you do? There are ways that that these that these companies, these whether it be online real uh, retailers, you know, or or bank or or whatever institutions that are out there, they have the ability to do something about it. Now, just imagine if blockchain was integrated in some way. Think about it. Would that prevent even if the would that prevent fraud? Even if the bad actors had the credit card or bank information, would it prevent fraud? If done correctly, if done the right way, I say absolutely yes. It can help to prevent fraud. Fraud can be mitigated and maybe even prevented in general in, in a lot of cases um, with, with certain companies. Now, financial institutions you know, or financial services companies, they, they, they really need to upgrade their systems. And they need blockchain integrated into their systems from the beginning, from the genesis of it all, not as an afterthought. And there comes the rub. A lot of these systems are older legacy systems or just plain ancient.
So that transition would be very costly for them and whether and timely as well. So whether they're going to go and do something like that or not, I can't say. I can't say, but I will say this. Blockchain, it's definitely the key to unlocking a great deal of value and a great deal of things. And the companies that have it across the board, well, those companies will be your next round of leaders. They'll be the ones that are going to be paving the way for tomorrow. And some of these companies you probably never heard of, but they're coming and you should have some awareness of them. Now I'm shying. I, I, I shy away from the word unicorn. I don't like it. I don't like when people throw that around like I'm a unicorn. You're, you're, you're a unicorn. You're a mystical animal that doesn't really exist in reality. That's what your company is. <laughs> I, I don't like using that. Okay. The, the, the reality is I rather use the word thoroughbreds. So if a company is a thoroughbred, that tells me a lot. That means that they are doing things and people can relate to a young winning stallion rather than an animal that doesn't exist. I'd rather be a thoroughbred. And that's about it for this edition of Money Never Sleeps. Uh, I am going to take the entire month of December and I'm going to be speaking about blockchain on every show. So if you, you enjoy learning about blockchain or or hearing or, or hearing my insight, uh, then definitely tune in. And I appreciate you listening to the show. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bring in, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to speak more about it and, and things that are transpiring. And, and again, you know, and I, I mentioned earlier a couple of times, you know, um, you know, I, I do, I, I would tell you, go, go look at Megu Technologies, go to megu.com and see what's happening there. A lot of good things, a lot, a lot of things that are going to change, uh, how things are being done now. And it's going to be interesting. And I, I, you know, I would go more into it, but I'll go into more into that on another show. Uh, but again, thank you for tuning in and I'll be back with you for another edition of Money Never Sleeps soon enough. Until then, you guys have a great trading day and a great trading week. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez, its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.